What's happening? It's Trump Day. It is your morning ritual. Garrett Lewis. It's kind of cool but sticky outside if you haven't been out yet. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. And this is crazy. Number one, Trump, according to Rasmussen, is now at 31% approval with the black community. 31%! Maybe he's not that racist. I don't know. It's just one of those things. I just, you know, I just, you know, they just never know. You know what I'm saying? I just, I just never know. Second thing that I think you need to know uh, is that uh, the TUSD board has decided, the school board, they've decided they want to teach the illegal alien minors that have crossed our border. Yes, illegally. I love media. The migrants that are being held at Southwest Key facilities. They're illegal aliens that happen to be minors. They want to teach them at TUSD. They're try- they don't know if they're going to send teachers to Southwest Key or have them bring them to the schools, which I'm sure it's going to make parents happy because I'm sure all those kids have gotten vaccinations and I'm sure they have them now and there's no disease. I'm sure it's all great. I'm sure it's all fine. And it's not like they have issues with teacher shortage now at TUSD. Anyway, we'll get to They're just waiting to hear what Southwest Key wants. Isn't that nice? Third thing. Oh, yeah. Third thing I think you need to know. We'll get to this as well. Uh, another major story uh, that the media is uh, disregarding as they continue to. I've never seen, and I've seen a lot, but I've never seen such, I mean, purposeful lying and irresponsibility to this. Any story, and it's about this Omarosa story, how they're all trying to say that Trump, they're all, all the, the media that hates Trump, which is most of it, they're trying to insinuate that he actually said the N-word on tape somewhere, where the Daily Beast is a lefty website. Their reporter that's covered the White House actually said, I've looked for this. I did a story. There's this big, raw, this long rumor since Trump got in the race that there's him saying the N-word on tape, and I've talked to so many people about it, and it's not there. It's not. Everything that... Omarosa is saying is a flat-out lie, and the media is pushing it because they want you to believe the lie. And then a reporter that is not a fan of Trump, he writes, he reports for the DailyBeast.com. He's like, I've searched this. I can't find it anywhere. We'll get to that sound by two. Three things I think you need to know. But uh, this this story about uh, the Trumpster at 31% approval with black Americans now. Um... It's up 13 points in one year. This should be the top story. And yet, what is the media telling you? He's racist. He hates black people. He hates brown people. He hates, like, everybody. Yeah. What? What? 31%. Rasmussen sent out a tweet. Trump's approval ratings, and remember, he's at 50% overall, 31% approval among black voters. The same day, a year ago, was at 18%, which is still pretty high. Um, Bob Dole, Gateway Pundit has his info, Bob Dole got 12% of the black vote. That's the high, back in 96, that was the highest in the last 10 presidential election cycles. Trump is at 31. Isn't that incredible? So the economy is roaring. There's actually a lot of support for, for Trump because look, Trump's trying to do everything he possibly can. Black unemployment, Hispanic unemployment, we know this stuff. And yet what's the media doing? They're obsessing over a freaking known evil lying woman named Omarosa. She literally is an evil lying woman. She built her character on that. That's who she is. Why did Trump... And by the way, I love that Trump soundbite too when, uh, that she released when, when uh, she taped Trump and he's like, wow, you were let go? Oh, I had no idea. Oh, I had no idea. 
<laughs> like he had no idea. Oh, that's I didn't know about. Damn, I didn't know about that. Oh, oh, this is it's, it's sixty one. This one, right? Sixty one. That's that's no, yeah. This, this is the good. This always cracked me up. Here we go. Listen to this. Uh, Marosa, what's going on? I just saw on the news that you're thinking about leaving. What happened? General Kelly. General Kelly came to me and said that you guys wanted me to leave. No, I, I, nobody even told me about it. Nobody, wow. You know, they run a big operation, but I didn't know it. I didn't know that. Yeah. Damn it. I don't Damn. love you leaving at all. Yeah, right. You, you didn't know about it. Uh, Cracks, he's just trying to defuse the situation. He's playing. This is what the guy does. He knows how people tick, and then he uses that to his advantage. Good, get out of here, you you liar. You just, nobody likes you. You're, of course you're going to be fired. Blah, 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 blah. No, oh, man. I had no idea. Um, I put this on Facebook last night. If You, you should uh, like and follow my page. If you like the show, like and follow the page, right? Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Uh, there is a revolution going on right now. But it's not the Antifa revolution. Uh, even though there's crazies, there's always crazies. Uh, it's not the socialist revolution as they continue to lose in big ways. Trump's candidates continue to win. Um, the socialist candidates backed by Cortez, who is literally a nobody, and Bernie Sanders, they continue to lose. Um, well, you got a first transgender candidate in Vermont. You know, I got to be honest with you, real quick, time out. I don't care if somebody's transgender, as long as they don't make that the sole issue or they, that's what defines them as a person. My heterosexuality doesn't define me as a person. My sexuality defines me as a person. <laughs> well. Okay, then. That's how we and start there on goes Wednesday. your breakfast. That's no. what she said. Yeah, I agree. That's, that's actually, you are fake news. Okay, there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, but, it, you know, if you do a good job, I don't care if you're transgender. I don't care if you're black, white, gay, straight, this, that. You identify as a porcupine. I don't care. As long as you do a good job. That's all we care about. And people are going to be, if she's just sitting there and, and her platform is all about transgenderism, then there's an issue. Just like, you know, nobody's platform, like if I were my platform wouldn't be about heterosexuality, being a man. I mean, that, that, that would make sense. Your transgenderism does not impact my life. Anyway, there's a revolution going on right now. And the media is trying to hide it. The media is trying to tell you there's a big big push for socialism. Uh, there's all these, you know, the Antifa, they're trying to, you know, run cover for Antifa. That dope on CNN, Chris Cuomo, tried to legitimize the violence that Antifa was doing. You know, if uh, those guys beat up people that, uh, that back the guy that's the bigot, then maybe it's not so bad. That's what he said. The revolution going on right now that they don't want you to know because they don't talk about it is the actual revolution of going back to uh, America first and Americans first Uh, and going back to the roots of the country. What slavery? Shut up. Um, You have Americans succeeding right now. The revolution is the fact that, uh, again, you're having a giant jump in black and Hispanic support for a Republican president because this Republican president... uh, communicates better than any Republican president. I mean, I guess since Reagan, I was a a small child, a young child. Uh, Now I'm just a a grown child, but I was, I was obviously not, 
Uh, I was three when Reagan was elected. Uh, but he communicates in such great levels. And his policies produce. Like what he has done has produced millions of jobs. And people are going back to work and they have pride in the country. And America's back at leading the world. And people like that. Does It's not just white people that like that. It's black people. It's Hispanic people. It's women. It's gay people. It's lesbians. It's all kinds of people. And that's what it should be. There is a major movement going on right now getting back to normalcy. And normalcy is America first. Do you feel I feel it? Do you feel it? It's out there. 31% approval rating. What's it going to be a year from now? Is it going to be 45%? It's incredible stuff, isn't it? Notice by the way, the media likes to cover if all of a sudden they like to cover Trump's numbers if they're rotten. He's got 36% approval. He's got 58% disapproval. Blah, 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 blah. When something like this comes out, have you heard about it? Why do they not talk about it? Because they don't want you to know. What do they talk about? And we'll get to this. Trump's just a flat-out friggin' racist. That's it. Matter of fact, really quick, 75, Al Sharpton. Al Sharpton this morning. Now, again, you should be completely discredited if you go to Al Sharpton to be an expert on any issue. So on Morning Joe and Mika's face this morning... Al Sharpton, the tax dodger, is on it. Um, And by the way, Al used to hang out with with Don. And Don used to hang out with Al. Al never said Don was racist then, now did he? I'm sorry, when you call somebody a dog, you think, you know, good thing that General Kelly fired that dog, meaning Omarosa. That's not racist. I actually feel bad, because dogs are good, right? So I almost feel bad that, that Trump is kind of disrespecting dogs. But it's not a racist freaking term. But then Al Sharpton insinuates that Trump's always been racist. Listen to this. I would always see him at the events. He was at Mike Tyson's housewarming when I got there. I mean, this was the crowd he hung out with. So they were comfortable with him, never realizing that he had these real inside uh, kind of biases that we knew coming from Brooklyn. We knew the Queens white guys and Howard Beach didn't like us. But you never associated him with that because of the hangout factor until... You you dated his sister, and he started saying, wait a minute, and started using the N-word behind your back. He never did that. That's the kind of guy Trump reminds Uh, me of. He reminds me of. You know, we can go to school together, but wait a minute, I saw you looking at my sister. Now we start understanding who we really are. Mm. Love the insinuations. Yep, that's the kind of guy that he reminds me of. You're looking at my sister? What What are you doing? Excuse me? Yeah, there you have it. That's what they, so in the media, not talking about how blacks are actually uh, rising bigly in support for Trump. Instead, Trump reminds me of the guy that's a racist. Who's keeping who down? There you go. Uh-huh. I mean, it's just incredible. And again, you have uh, Al Sharpton as a panelist. <laughs> <laughs> Al Sharpton. Again, who's created more division of this country? Well, Obama, but, you know, Al Sharpton's right up there. 626, we'll continue. We have much more back in three. Don't go anywhere. Kelly Ward joins us at 710 to talk about, um, well, lots of things. Uh, the desperation on Martha McSally's part. trying Her people trying to get every word from Donald Trump in a commercial. Um, and, and more. Get the latest on her campaign. Don't go anywhere. It's KNST. KNST has your shot at a trip to our I Radio Music Festival. Text the keyword Vegas to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus I Radio info, standard data, and message rate supply. That's Vegas to 200-200. What's happening? Gary Lewis with you, 631. 
Uh, it's kind of muggy out there again. I said that a while ago. I warned you if you haven't been out yet. If you're out, you know it. It's, uh, it's kind of sticky out there. 74, 92 in thunderstorms for the high. Widespread thunderstorms possible today. And it looks like it. It looks like it. Uh, it looks like the thunderstorms go through the end of the week, but then we should be good for a few days, which is nice. Changes every day, though, even though the fact that you drive everything and you have a, uh, <clears throat> you, you have gas guzzling vehicles. Anyway, um, you see this story too, really quick. I meant to, I, I got to throw this in there really quick. Uh, Washington Times had a story. Jennifer Harper. She's the writer for the Washington Times. Mainstream media tries to rewrite history to credit Obama for Trump accomplishments. You knew it was going to happen, right? They're trying to say basically that Obama set him up for eight years for a great economy. <laughs> this, but hey, no media bias. And by the way, when did it become not okay? Because I saw all of a sudden, again, you have these late night hosts. Like Wolf Blitzer was a guest on some, nothing. Wolf Blitzer's terrible on his own show. You think he's going to be okay as like a late night guest host for like... With one of these guys, Colbert or Kimmler, all of a sudden these guys just complain. Lester, all of the, all these news guys, because Trump, uh, you know, rips the news. They got to get on there, bring them on, like Lester Holtz, entertaining to watch. Lester, oh, ho, 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 ho. And so anyway, all of a sudden these guys are above any kind of criticism. If you say anything bad about the media, how dare you? It means you're not a. Give me a break. So yeah, uh, I'll give you an example real quick. Uh, recent New York Times story. Reported, quote, an economic upturn begun under Obama is now Trump's to tout. Mm-hmm. Really? Didn't he say those jobs were going to come back and that's the yeah, new he normal? he said these jobs ain't coming back. Not there. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. That's just an example right there. Investors Business Daily editorial. The stronger the economy gets under Trump, the more desperate his critics are to hand credit over to Obama. It's true. Mm-hmm. Real quick, uh, the Investors, Investors Business Daily Editorial said, we seem to recall that the economy was stagnating in 2016 after the weakest recovery from a recession since the Great Depression. They like to forget that part of history. The uh, New York Times described Obama's economy this way in August of 2016. Quote, for three quarters in a row, the growth rate of the economy has hovered around a mere 1%. In the last quarter of 2015 and the first quarter of 2016, the economy expanded a feeble at feeble uh, annual rates of 0.9% and 0.8% respectively. But now all of a sudden, Obama was the greatest thing ever. Right? All of a sudden, the greatest thing ever. 633, more coming up. Matter of fact, I want you to hear the soundbite of the actual leftist uh, website political reporter, the Daily Beast, on trying to find that that uh, fictitious and mythical Trump N-word uh, soundbite. You got to hear what he said. And this should be out there everywhere. And media's ignoring it. But you'll hear it coming back. Here's Fox. Ask your wife. Keep stepping on the women 641 thanks for hanging out kelly ward's coming up at 710 give us an update on the the campaign get her take on these uh these attack ads on her the uh the the martha mcdesperate situation going on with swamp republicans are trying so hard to get the president to throw support behind uh martha mcdesperate we'll talk about that in a little bit first though three things i think you need to know number one uh uh rasmussen says the president's support among black voters is now at 31%. It's it's gone up 13 points in a year. Year to the date. 18%, which is still pretty high, to 31%. Yet the media wants you to tell uh, wants you to believe he's racist. Isn't that crazy? Second thing that I think you need to know, 
TUSD, Tucson Unified School District Board. They announced yesterday, they said, we, you know, we, we don't know what we're going to do yet, but we know we will do something to teach the illegal alien minors being held at Southwest Key. Either our teachers will go there or the kids will come to our school, which I'm sure would make the parents feel just fantastic, right? Uh, they're waiting on Southwest Key to decide what's best for, for them. Mm-hmm. Third thing I think you need to know, we'll get to this in just a second, um, Daily Beast reporter, Daily Beast White House reporter, Announced, I've been looking for like, I mean, it's got to be three years now. Yeah, three years for that mythical Trump N-word tape. And it doesn't exist. And he's talked to so, dozens of people. You'll hear it for yourself. This is a big deal. Amarosa is just a gigantic liar. And the media lets it happen because they want people to think it's true. And then the media keeps pushing this narrative that he's a racist without literally any actual proof. That's why they're fake news. Three things I think you need to know. All right. Um, really quick on, uh, is that guy, st- but make sure he's there. Cause he, he told you he was getting a ticket or something like that. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to get to the soundbite in just a second, but first, uh, John wanted to talk about that Al, Al Sharpton soundbite, uh, that we played where apparently he insinuated that Trump would actually be a racist without actually being racist. Cause he has no proof that he's racist. John, thanks for waiting. Welcome to KNST. Hey, thank you. The Reverend, the Reverend Al Sharpton. <laughs> Remember Tawana Brawley? I do. You remember the uh, that was all fake, and that mm-hmm. he owed money to the uh, officers that he defamed. Mm-hmm. He never paid it. Nope. Civil suit. He doesn't pay you anything. He hasn't paid his back Racist. taxes. Or his uh, Racist. Uh, that's where I was going next. Yes. Then he had the the hidden. He didn't pay his taxes in Harlem, but he also had properties outside the country that he didn't pay taxes on that he was trying to hide. Now, he didn't go to jail. Now you got Manafort. Manafort's being prosecuted. Part of what he's being prosecuted for is the tax evasion. That, that's the only thing he's being t- prosecuted for. Yeah. Okay. Where? What? You know what's going on here? Obviously, like Elizabeth Warren said, our justice system is just racist, isn't it? Well, we got the Democrats, and we all know the Democrats are mentally incapable of rational and logical thought. So, eh, that's where we are. You're right. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. It's good points about uh, Reverend Al. And again, uh, he was invited to the Obama White House tons of times, still owing lots of money, as you were saying, the back taxes. And But that's what makes him a great panelist for MSNBC, which is why there's a pretty good chance that they're going to also hire Jeff Flake. Same, same category of expertise and <clears throat> credibility. What? No, I'm not saying that he is oh back tax. I'm talking about like just being credible on, on issues. Got it. Yes. Yes. Or CNN might scoop up Jeff Flake. Again, yesterday he sent out the tweet about the president's language about Omarosa is just unbecoming of a president. And blah, 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 blah. Uh, so, you know, what that was again was, uh, hey, uh, president of CNN and MSNBC, uh, I'm, uh, this, this is more proof you should hire me. Hmm. I'll do this all the time on your network, we'll, which will, of course, result in the same Low ratings, but whatever. What about blatant lies to the American public about health care, how much it's going to cost, how much businesses are going to save, they can give you a raise. Who, Obama lying about that? Exactly. Nah. Is that is that is lying in general not unbecoming for for anybody? It's a good, it's a good, again, Benghazi, Fast and Furious, we can go on. Jeff Flake didn't complain about that now, did he? Mm. Of course not, because he's a freaking tool. All right. Uh, it is. He's a tool. No, stop, stop 
Stop disrespecting crescent wrenches. Oh, my bad. If there was one in front of me, I couldn't even tell you what it was. I could anyway. dodge a wrench. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy Rogers, if you could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a question. All right. So um, uh, let's do uh, number 77. This guy's name is As- Asawin Subasang. Subsang, uh, political reporter, White House reporter uh, for the Daily Beast, which, again, is a lefty website. Uh, and he went on the uh, lefty Bill Press's show. The lefty Bill Press's show. Uh, big liberal guy. And they talked about uh, Omarosa's claim of the N-word recording. Just listen to this. Here we go. Well, I, I actually... Uh Back during the campaign and up uh, through the presidential transition in uh, late 2016, I actually looked into this because it's been a long-standing rumor since yeah. the days of the campaign yeah. that there is a Donald Trump N-word tape dating back to his days at The Apprentice. Okay. Um, I talked to uh, dozens upon dozens of people at The Apprentice for a series of stories or who used to work at The Apprentice. Right. Some still do, mm-hmm. some don't anymore, uh, to sort of get Donald Trump-related stories as the campaign was wrapping up. Uh, we published a lot of them, some of which look, made Donald Trump look pretty nasty. I couldn't find a single person who knew what the hell people were talking about when it came to this, to this mythical, tape. This oh. mythical N-word tape. Oh. And so far, that's still the case based on my reporting and the reporting of other people, including Yashar Ali, the Huffington Post, who popped a story, I think, about nine or ten hours ago, where the person who Omarosa had claimed to people had come to the White House and played her a tape of Donald Trump saying... Uh, that racial right. epithet sort of laughed on the phone. It's like, no, what, what is Omarosa talking about? Kind of a big deal. This is an actual reporter that did his job. And again, the Daily Beast again is a left-leaning website, but that's at least this guy's being honest and he tried to find it. He's not making up stuff. This is a big deal. I called dozens of people. Nobody knew what the hell I was talking about. They were literally laughing at me. Laughing at me. I'll put that on my page at knst.com and on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Radio. I mean, between that, between Frank Luntz disputing it, between Michael Cohen disputing stuff in the Omarosa book, what more needs to happen? But then they, they, they freak out. That's why Trump shouldn't tweet anything. No, Trump needs to tweet because if he doesn't fire back and defend himself, nobody else will. So he, he tweeted out that he's glad that General Kelly fired that dog. All of a sudden, dog is, is a racist thing. Now, 70, Frederica Wilson, this is the uh, crazy congresswoman that wears the hats down in Florida. Um, she had her, you know, 10 seconds of fame when her, she and Trump were feuding. And then at that point, I think Trump realized, God, she's just nobody. Uh, Frederica Wilson actually freaked out when she was told live on the radio, I mean, live on TV, I think, what, what channel? This might have been CNN. Oh, maybe one of the two nutty networks. Uh, the anchor was like, uh, President Trump just tweeted this, that, uh, you know, he read the tweet that she's the dog. What's your reaction? Here we go. A dog. No. Oh. How dare he? Oh. He has taken this country to its knees. Mm. We already have racism raining down all over America. People can't really? even enjoy themselves. They can't even enjoy an evening out. They can't enjoy an evening out. Actually, they can. They have more money in their pockets. They're working. 31% approval rating among black voters. Jumping 13 points a year. You're right. You're right. Who who can't enjoy an evening out, though? Ryan, you did great work. 
<laughs> who can? I'll give you. Let's do the. Uh, 100? Yes, let's do 100 first. Who can enjoy an evening out? Uh, do you remember this? So should I not drink iced tea? <laughs> and then, of course, let's do 101. I think those were some pretty good chants against Kirsten Nielsen uh, when she was eating at that Mexican restaurant. Here we go. You don't eat in peace. Yeah, there you go. So, like, were the guards yelling at the kids while they ate their dinners, too? They can't eat in peace? It's a great question. I don't think they were. I don't think so, either. Yeah, I know. I just wanted a chimichanga. <laughs> I need a chimney Sauce. And I want I want a, a Coke Zero with no ice. Idiots. Too much. So, yeah, we can't even go have a night out. There you go. There's mm-hmm. the people that can't. And we have more of that, by the way. Ryan lined up more of that. You can't get a good night out. What the hell's wrong with these people? Everything's racist. Every, you know what? Every word's racist. You want a good night out? You come join us at the Beer Club for Men. Exactly. You'll have a on great the 28th. night out on the twenty eighth. Um, so is uh, is is President Trump racist toward John McCain? When when is it going to be when he rips? Because he rips into white people all the time. Ugh. So, rips I into know. everybody. I know. That's the. It's just so stupid. Whatever. So we'll have more. We'll have fun with that. Kelly Ward's coming up at 710. I'll get your calls. Don't worry. KNSTA AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Come. Bop, 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 Hello. It's 708. It's Trump Day, August 15th. Morning ritual. Garrett Lewis. KNSTA AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one. Uh, more phenomenal news the media is ignoring. Rasmussen reporting that not only is Trump at 50% approval, he is at 31% approval among black voters in this country. 31% up from from 18% a year ago to the date. 13-point jump. Yet, they're trying to paint him as being racist, all thanks to Omarosa's fictitious book. Second thing, I think you need to know the Tucson Unified School Board has announced they will educate the illegal alien minors being held by Southwest Key. Either going, uh, sending teachers to that school, even though there's a major teacher shortage, or bringing the kids to the Tucson schools, even though there's a major teacher shortage. Uh, yeah, and that nice? They're just waiting on Southwest Key to, to, to figure that out. I wonder if the federal government will uh, reimburse them for that, because teachers, I mean, again, I, I talk to teachers that show up at the Beer Club for Men, and they always tell me how they are, you know, we're short this principal, we're short this teacher, this teacher, this teacher, this teacher. Supplies. Supplies, yeah, I know. But now you want more kids? Yep, there you go. Third thing, hmm. I think you need to know, man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. Um, 
the Daily Beast White House reporter, and I have the clip on my page at KNST.com. He actually went on a liberal radio show, Bill Press radio show, and he actually said, I've been looking at this, uh, looking for this mythical Trump N-word tape for a couple of years now. I've called dozens of people that work with Trump on The Apprentice and other things. They laugh. Nobody knows what the hell Omarosa is talking about. Yet that, of course, is being ignored also by the mainstream media. Three things I think you need to know. Kelly Ward is uh, in the middle of a, a pretty big primary right now. And uh, her opponent, uh, Martha McSally, still will not come on this radio show. Still won't answer questions. But uh, but Kelly will. Dr. Ward, good morning. How you doing? Hey, Garrett. It's great to be with you. I keep coming on with you in hopes that Martha will come on because of equal time. I, you know, I'm hoping she'll come on and answer some of your questions and answer some of the questions from the people who listen each and every day who want an open, honest, authentic, accessible United States senator. But I'm not holding my breath. No, please, please don't. Do not do not hold your breath because it's just it's uh, it's never going to happen. Um, uh, and uh, and, you know, we don't even actually have to offer equal time. That's the great thing. But music stations do. But we don't. But, I, you know, if I told Martha's people, I'll give her 30 minutes to talk and I won't even say a word. They still wouldn't call us back or emails back. So yeah. um, and by the way, latest update. Uh, you, I know that you were trying to get Martha and Joe to uh, to debate. Um, what's the latest on that? And any word from the Arizona Republican Party on that? Uh, still hearing crickets from everyone. You know, the Republican Party wants to force everyone to sign some kind of unity pledge. And I said I would be glad to consider a unity pledge once we get on the debate stage at a debate, you know, sponsored by the AZGOP, where we can share our views on the issues, on policy, talk about our records talk about our vision for Arizona and for America and for the world, really. And somehow the, you know, America's toughest sheriff and, Amer- you know, the, the first uh, female to fly in combat uh, are too scared to get up on the debate stage and do, you know, show that they have the ability to do the job that people in the United States Senate have to do every single day. It's, uh, it's pretty disheartening whenever... Uh, you know, because Joe, that it, he's inconsequential, but Martha wants to buy this election. She wants to utilize big money, negative ads, total lies, uh, fabrications, and, um, you know, whatever she can to be able to mislead voters into thinking that we need another Flake or another McCain, and we certainly don't. We need... We need an America first champion, and that is Dr. Kelly Ward. Uh, and, you know, speaking of those ads, all of a sudden uh, there are PACs coming out with attack ads against you saying that you would stop uh, stop ICE, stop the border from being secured, all this stuff. What's your response to these crazy ads? And, and can you can you uh, clarify them? I mean, they're, they're basically just lies. Uh, they're funded by very wealthy never-Trumpers, both inside Arizona and out. Some are Republicans, and some are uh, Libertarians, and some are Democrats. And their their main objective is to stop Donald Trump. And they think that the best way to do that is to put Martha McSally into the Senate so that she can be the same kind of obstructionist that John McCain and Jeff Flake have, have proven to be again and again and again. Remember that Martha joined Jeff and John in boycotting the RNC convention when Donald Trump was our nominee. She said to a group of bankers that Donald Trump was kind of like an albatross around her neck, and he was going to be responsible for ha- handing the gavel back to, Mar- to uh, Nancy Pelosi in the House, and that you know she had to suffer under under Donald Trump. All that happened before she decided she wanted to be a candidate for the United States Senate. Now we know Martha is the flip flopper in chief. She's not consistent. Whether you're moderate, whether you're conservative, no matter where you are on the political spectrum, you can't count on Martha. 
Um, so she's out trying to, you know, really, the most offensive thing to me is her lie that I don't support the military because my husband is a military man. He served honorably for 33 years. And for her and her ilk to come out and say that I'm against the military is very offensive. And it's going to offend every military spouse that's out there, every current military member, and every veteran out there that, that someone that has served in the military would be willing to tell that kind of lie in order to win an election. I have to tell you, Garrett, we have to decide, do we want liars or do we want leaders in Washington, D.C., especially in the United States Senate? I want leaders, and Martha has proven she's not a leader, and she's unfortunately a liar. Kelly Ward is on KNST AM 790. Um, One of the things I noticed, and I actually... uh, I don't want to say went at it, but we had a nice uh, argument and disagreement with Brandon Judd last week uh, because the National Border Patrol Council came out and threw their uh, their weight behind Martha. But my spidey sense went up with that. And then the story in Politico came out that uh, there are swamp Republicans like Cory Gardner that want Trump to all of a sudden come out and endorse Martha as well. And to me, if you read the tea leaves, it means if she is needing that kind of stuff that, that her campaign is not doing so well. Right. And, and President Trump had every opportunity in the world yesterday when he was signing the McCain NDAA uh, in front of the world. And, you know, he gave Martha a shout out for being in the military. And I appreciate that she's the only female veteran in the House and, and she serves on the Armed Services Committee. So uh, you'd expect a shout out. But if she was going to get an endorsement, um, it could have come then, but it didn't. But she continued to try to mislead people into thinking that she actually has Trump's endorsement. Though Cory Gardner's begging the president to endorse her uh, really shows that she does not. Uh, you know, and when you look at the Border Patrol Union, I mean, unions have union ideas, and, and I'm, I support the Border Patrol, the agents that are down there that are trying to do the job that do deserve raises, do deserve overtime, and should be at the border preventing people from coming into this country in the first place. Uh, but remember that. The Border Patrol Union and Brandon Judd endorsed John McCain as well. And we know that John McCain walked mm-hmm. along that border during campaign time and said, let's build the dang fence, and then never did anything. And Martha is cut from that same cloth. We, we actually got calls from Border Patrol agents that said, uh, you know, Brandon may have said that, but, you know, we're talking to all of our buddies that are here working, and they're all supporting Kelly. Yes. So, and I, and yeah. so are the police officers. Um, so are ICE agents, so are FBI agents, so are uh, Border Patrol agents. The people who truly want something different in Washington are coalescing behind our efforts. Conservatives like Senator Rand Paul and Congressman Paul Gosar are coming out strongly for me, along with Congressman Steve King and Congressman Dana Rohrabacher. But Paul Gosar is particularly important because he served side-by-side side with Martha for two terms. And he's exposed that she is not a reliable vote um, or a reliable voice for the people of Arizona, that she is a talking head for the, the leadership, you know, Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell. I certainly don't want that. I want somebody that represents the people of our great state, and that's what I'll do. Uh, Kelly Ward's on KNST AIM 790. By the way, if you notice, we, we had uh, you and Congressman Gosar on the show when he wrote that uh, really big endorsement for you and really exposed Martha. I mean, he wasn't nasty. He was just honest. And have you noticed? I mean, yeah, truthful. It was a pretty, you know, it's hard to find politicians that are truthful. And, you know, he said some pretty incredible things. And nobody in the the national media, 
in the mainstream media even wanted to talk to him about it. It's incredible. Right. Um, yes. And, and, and on top of that, I want to go back also to that political story. I mean, when, I think people, I want to get your take on this. I mean, I just, I just it feels, I, I could be wrong. You may lose, but something's going on. People aren't stupid nowadays. They hear those Martha McSally ads, and everybody says they, they know that Trump, you know, he's been spliced in there. They, they know, and they're like, we don't want to be tricked. We're sick of this stuff. People have yep. access to information. Um, the political story had Susan Collins. I'm sorry, it only hurts Martha McSally if rhino Susan Collins from Maine says that she would campaign just for Martha McSally. Um, and I'll tell you this. My parents live up in the, the Sun City area in, the, in West Phoenix. Yeah. And my mom said, I want a Kelly Ward sign in my yard. I said, she goes, where do I get one? I said, call the Maricopa County GOP. She told me she called them, and they told her, we can't keep them in. Every time we get a shipment, they're gone within minutes, but we have a whole bunch of our pile and McSally ones if you want. I mean, yeah. There's something going on. Do you not sense that? Uh-oh. There's a conspiracy going on right now. I'm out with the people, oh. and... So, uh, you know, things are going very, very well. They are tired of being lied to. People, you know, I I don't want Susan Collins' endorsement. I want Susan Collins to be out of the United States Senate and have an actual Republican in that seat or replace her even with a Democrat who at least, you know, you don't need one to count her for a vote on our side because she's never been a reliable vote for Republicans. And that's the one that's endorsing Martha McSally. That's that's just crazy. Uh, Real quick, we got to get at least one... uh, one substantive question. Um, one thing that I see, the economy is booming right now. It is booming out the wazoo. Um, yet I keep seeing uh, that that we're we're still going to run crazy, crazy deficits and stuff like that. The one thing that we need is we. It's like the Republicans talk a big game where they act like they actually are fiscal. You know, they're fiscally conservative. We're going to cut. Are you going to go to the Senate and you know continue with the tax cuts? But then what? The one thing that needs to happen because they're getting major revenues in with the tax cuts, but there's no yeah. cutting in spending. That's right. What are you going to do so, if you get there? Right. I, well, I am the only fiscal conservative in this race, Republican or Democrat. Um, I am the only one that, that has, has shown that I'm willing to cut the size of government. Martha ran on decreasing our debt and has increased the debt and increased spending. She started to increase spending 28 times in not even two terms in Washington. I, I'm a fiscal conservative. I'm also a mom. And so I'm not just looking at the next election. I'm looking at the next generation every day when I see my kids' faces at the kitchen table. And I, I know that politicians in Washington are stealing from them. They're stealing from the next generation and generations to come. And so we've got to get in there and we've got to cut spending. I want to get there with, with Senator Paul, Rand Paul, and, and help him push the penny plan. For goodness sake, every agency, every entity should be able to cut one penny from every dollar that they spend in order for us to balance our budget and be fiscally responsible. We have a young kid that came to work on the campaign from Puerto Rico. He, he's never been inside the United States, and he came. I'm, I'm, I'm so humbled because he came to work on my campaign. He said, I came because you are a fiscal conservative, and I've seen what fiscal irresponsibility has done to my country, and I don't want to see it done in the United States. So I, I can't wait to get there and to, to work on cutting spending. Um, making sure people get to keep more of their money in their pockets. But as the economy booms, you're right, government revenues do come in, and we should be able to use those responsibly and spend within our means. Okay. Uh, I I have a feeling that you're going to be doing more stuff in the next 13 days as we hit the primary. Uh, I'm going to be down in Tucson, actually, um, tomorrow, Friday. I'm going to... 
Friday. Oh, not tomorrow, Friday. Two days from today. It's all running together. The 17th, we're going to be at the VFW post four, uh, 549 on Old Spanish um, Trail. Old Spanish Trail, yep. So it's going to be, there's a barbecue, 515. I think people can, can start coming, and uh, we'd love to see people. Okay. If they want to find out more information, they can contact Bill Maynard, bill.maynard at kellyward.com. Excellent. Kelly, thank you for the time. Stay safe, and I know we'll talk to you before the primary, okay? I will. Talk to you soon, Derek. you got to take care. That's Kelly Ward on KNST AM 790. We'll continue uh, in about uh, 5. Uh, we have some more insane stories. As a matter of fact, there, there's, a, there's a funny story that I see. We'll get to the uh, TUSD situation as well. Um, but there's a, uh, there's a story about um, Omarosa's book being reviewed. you got to hear what happened with the review. We'll get to that coming up and, and some crazy sound bites about Trump being racist despite the fact that he has 31% approval now from the black voters jumping 13 points in a year. It's KNST. 729, Gary Lewis with you. Thank you for hanging out. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 92 with widespread thunderstorms possible today. What are the chances? 50%. It may or it may not happen. 75 out now. It's literally, the info I've been given is 50%. It looks like it's going to happen. Don't blame me if it doesn't. Really quick, before we get to the Amorosa book review... Uh, I've been meaning to talk about this whole Rodney Glassman thing. I mean, uh, hang on a second. <clears throat> You've heard the ads, right? Just, just hang on. Hey, uh, Rodney, do you think we're dumb? You literally bragged when you ran against John McCain. You were the sacrificial lamb the Democrats threw up against John McCain six years ago. They're like, we have nobody. We're not going to win. We're not going to waste money. Throw this schmuck that is uh, claims to be the vice mayor of Tucson, which they rotate who the vice mayor is between the city council people. Um, throw this guy up there. In your, in your old commercials, you bragged about working for Raul Grijalva. Progressive, you called yourself a progressive Democrat. Progressive, 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 progressive. You disappear for a few years. You go to Phoenix. You act like nobody's going to remember how you were such a clown on the Tucson city council. Um, as much as uh, Martha McSally, and again, Kirsten Sinema is the worst, but McSally is a fraud. Rodney Glassman takes the cake this political season. Just a flat out fraud. The, the fact that you act, you know, he, people are like, no, seriously, if you just call yourself a conservative Republican, uh, you, you'll, you'll, uh, people will believe you. They're going to forget everything you've done in the past. Everything. Um, it's like uh, Matt Lauer coming out claiming that he did nothing but respect women throughout his career. It's on that same level of stupid. Now, I'm not saying anything that Rodney Glassman had anything to do with women and sexual. No, but it's just you were such a leftist nut. All of a sudden, you saw the light. Oh, now I get it. Or do you realize the only way to get your name out there is to uh, claim you're a conservative Republican, try to trick everybody else in the state of Arizona. Uh, and uh, and hopefully get elected, so then you could somehow get a different office. You could leave the Corporation Commission after a couple of years. Um, people remember Rodney Glassman, and uh, he was a disaster for Tucson. Flat-out disaster. Again, he loved working for Raul Grijalva. <laughs> and he and his family screwed up the only ice rink in Tucson. That pisses me off also. Terrible. So, yeah. I know, trust me, I know people call about, you talk about glass. I get it. 
that it's one of the most insulting things. It's actually laughable. It's laughable. You think it's April Fool's Day every day when you hear those commercials. It's just laughable. All right. Um, we'll get to the, uh, it's awesome, the review of uh, Amorosa's book. It got a D plus. That's what, and I'll tell you what things they wrote. They gave it a D plus, this, this reviewer. It's, but yet they keep putting her out there as if she's somehow credible. That's how much of a joke the, uh, the fake news media is. It's crazy. Uh, well, it's just funny. You got to hear it. And then we'll get to also the TUS and we get to some more sound bites of Trump being racist, according to people. Uh, and, uh, the TUSD board, uh, wanting to, uh, teach illegal alien minors. That's probably got We'll talk about that also coming up next. I mean, they don't have enough money for supplies for paper, for God's sakes. They're short on teachers. The uh, superintendent said, we're only down 81. We're only, we're only, we're only short 81 teachers right now. It's fantastic. It's great accomplishment. But there are schools that have like a gazillion vacancies versus some that don't. You think it's the right thing to do to just pile in some more kids in schools or have teachers leave the campus? We'll get to that. Here's Fox. Eggs, bacon, pancakes, coffee. It sounds like a great breakfast, but it's missing something. Stimulation. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Oh, yes. How you doing? 742. Trump Day. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, the media is not reporting this because they don't want you to know, but the Trumpster now, according to Rasmussen, has 31% approval from black voters. Up 13 points from a year ago to the day. 18%. The highest a Republican ever got in the last 10 presidential cycles, 12% Bob Dole. It's huge. But he's racist, right? Second thing that I think you need to know, TUSD board has said, uh, yeah, we're going to do everything we can to teach the illegal alien minors being held at Southwest Key will either put teachers there or they could bring the kids to our school and stuff. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go, right? Yeah. So uh, they're just waiting on Southwest Key to let them know what they want them to do. Isn't that just great? Third thing that I think you need to know, the Daily Beast White House reporter, and I have the, the video on my page at KNST.com. We'll play it again. Uh, actually said, I've been looking for this mythical Trump N-word tape that Amaros is talking about for two years. I called dozens of people. I worked at The Apprentice, everything. Nobody knows what the hell she's talking about. He destroyed everything that she's doing, and the media is ignoring it. Three things I think you need to know. So, um, there's also great economic news, things like that. But I tell you what, this is just too funny for me. Too funny. Um... Amorosa's, and, and no, you're not going to waste your time. Re- you know, can you see where her book is on the Amazon site? If she's even on there or. So. There was one review that I thought was pretty funny. Uh, Entertainment Weekly. Uh, their headline, you ready? Amorosa's memoir marks a new peak in disgrace. <laughs> we gave it a D plus, they said. A, a D plus. Right. Yeah, uh, Amorosa has a story to tell. It's certainly not a wholly truthful one, they write. I mean, really? Entertainment Weekly? It's not truthful, but it's the one we get. The one to take hold of a weekend news cycle, all this other stuff. Uh, what do they know? We've been. They said, we've been there. We've been here before. Remember the Fire and Fury? That was supposed to end Trump's presidency. Remember that? Mike Wolf's book, Fire and Fury? And then James Comey's bomb, A Higher Loyalty? Uh, now there's Amor- Amorosa's book. 
And they said, it's the logical next step in our collective steep, seemingly endless descent toward disgrace. Wow. Huh. So, uh, basically, they said, it's useless to review Unhinged as a standalone written product. This is what Entertainment Weekly wrote. It's engineered as a media tool, structured in a fashion that complements what its author says on TV and reveals it in a steady stream of recorded semi-bombshells. The book reads mostly like Fire and Fury, a sequel you never wanted, a swift account of major events, blah, 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 blah. Filled with one advisor's observations, opinions, insider knowledge, all this stuff. And they basically say that um, they don't know if it's truthful or not. They, they just, they really don't know. Let's do one more time, just on that. I mean, that, I'm not going to go through this whole thing. Um... Uh, but they basically gave it a D plus and they said that it's, she's basically full of crap. Right? She doesn't really know what she's talking about. They said, uh, even if it's an, a worthy one, the Amorosa story isn't in demand. She is, they call her irrelevant. Okay. So then we go to a guy that actually did his job. I guess, again, remember, Frank Luntz, the rest of them, Michael Cohn all said that she lied about things that she wrote in her book and they attributed she attributed it to them so uh it says right here this is again this is a daily beast white house reporter and daily beast is a lefty website they have a white house reporter dailybeast.com is their website and the guy's name is i pronounced it correctly asawin subasang swibsang uh he was on a liberal radio show bill press here we go well i i actually uh Back during the campaign and up uh, through the presidential transition in uh, late 2016, I actually looked into this because it's been a long-standing rumor since yeah, the days of the campaign right. that there is a Donald Trump N-word tape dating back to his days at The Apprentice. Okay. Um, I talked to uh, dozens upon dozens of people at The Apprentice for a series of stories or who used to work at The Apprentice. Right. Some still do, some don't anymore, uh, to sort of get Donald Trump-related stories as the campaign was wrapping up. Uh, we published a lot of them, some of which look, made Donald Trump look pretty nasty. I couldn't find a single person who knew what the hell people were talking about when it came to this, <laughs> to this mythical, mythical N-word tape. And so far, that's still the case based on my reporting and the reporting of other people, including Yashar Ali, the Huffington Post, who popped a story, mm. I think, about nine or ten hours ago, mm -hmm. where the person who Omarosa had claimed to people had come to the White House and played her a tape of Donald Trump saying... Uh, that racial right. epithet sort of laughed on the phone. It's like, no, what, what is Omarosa talking about? Mm-hmm. Well, there's that. There's that. What is she talking about? No, but why is this not getting uh, major play? Because they don't. The media doesn't want you to know that. That's why they don't get it. It's hilarious to me. We call them the fake news because they're doing it. They're doing fake news. They're they're not even real. Even if they presented both sides and let people choose. This is an actual journalist on a lefty website doing his job, which is rare nowadays. And the media is ignoring this and they're pushing lies. And they're, and they're like, we, it's terrible what Trump says about us. You're bringing it on yourself. Insanity. Absolute insanity. You know, they, really quick, this TUSD, just to switch gears for just a second, this TUSD situation. Um, the superintendent of TUSD schools, who another guy that won't come on the show for an interview, Dr. Gabriel Trujillo, 
said, we're approaching this as a collaborative effort, not an authoritative effort. Southwest Keys has been incredibly collaborative, if not excited, the possibility of potentially working with us. Uh, the TUSD officials have said they're looking at options. Either sending staff and teachers right into Southwest Key to teach the kids or bring them to bring the kids to TUSD facilities. Now, I'm assuming that if they're being held at Southwest Key, they got the proper vaccinations, everything else, blah, blah, blah. Um, do they speak any English? Are they going to hold other kids back? TUSD doesn't, they, they have 81 vacancies right now. Some schools have none. Some schools have a bunch of vacancies. They're, it's like, why are you worried more about illegal enemy minors? Oh, they're kids. They're here. I get, got to send them back. We can't afford this stuff. If you're, if you're a parent and you know that your kids' teachers are overworked, underpaid, um, and you know that you're not getting the same results, you can't be happy about this. You can't. They got to just get right what they're doing now with the kids that they have, and they can't get that right. So what was the whole point for that whole Red for Ed thing? I don't, I don't right? know. Right? I, I mean, know. then they want more money, more, more, yeah, they want more smaller classrooms. Yeah, now that's going to get more, more responsibility, everything else. We'll get to that in your reaction coming up. It's KNST. Oh, man. He just did it. He just did it again. Uh, Trump just broke the internet. I'll tell you why in a second. He just freaking gets it. Morning ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Happy Trump Day. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, the Trumpster. Yeah, apparently the media is trying to convince you that he's racist over and over and over again, but it's not really working. Rasmussen announced that not only does he have 50% approval around the country, which is incredible, he now has 31% approval of the black voters, up 13 points from a year ago to the day. 31% approval. The highest any Republican has gotten in a presidential election going back the last 10 has been Bob Dole at 12%. Crazy. Second thing that I think you need to know is that TUSD uh, officials have said we're going to send teachers uh, and officials to teach the kids, the illegal alien minors, they call them migrants, being held at Southwest Key. Uh, they're either going to go there to Southwest Key or they're going to they're have the Southwest Key bring the kids to TUSD schools. Makes your parents, does it make you feel good? Maybe it does. Where are these kids coming from? We've talked about how many are gang members, how many lie about their age, who knows what, what disease, who knows? I don't know, but they're going to do that. You know, I think TUSD has a big enough problem with the kids they already have. Understaffed, underpaid, vacancies out the wazoo. They're celebrating they only have 81 vacancies. Isn't that nice? They're doing that. Third thing, I think you need to know. Um, how about this one? More, more uh, fake news happening while the media pushes Amorosa's lies, her book of lies, everything of lies. Uh, economic news: July retail sales are huge. Productivity, productivity soaring above expectations, and the manufacturing is uh, booming. Oh, oh, is it? Is it? Productivity rose 2.9% in the most recent quarter compared with the the prior quarter. That topped expectations of 2.5%. Huh, how about that one? Tax cuts, anyone? First quarter was just 0.4% before tax cuts took effect. It just goes on and on. The economy is doing so friggin' well, which is why they're they're pushing the, uh, the Amorosa lies. And next week, it'll be something else. 
three things I think you need to know. Um, but I believe Trump has just broken the internet. He's going to, at least. Trump just tweeted out something that, I mean, you can ask Ryan. I almost fell off my chair in the studio. And I already retweeted it with a comment, and I already uh, put it on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Radio. Like it and follow it. Trump tweeted out just minutes ago, Happy birthday to the leader of the Democrat Party, Maxine Waters. <laughs> now he did it. Now he did it. Trump just tweets out, Happy birthday to the leader of the Democratic Party, Maxine Waters. And you know, by him wishing her a happy birthday, um, it's going to be in three, two, one. Yep. Yep. That's exactly what's happening. Uh, now the media is going to say this is a huge dog whistle. How dare Trump, the white Trump, wish the black Maxine Waters happy birthday. That is code for racism or something and things. And yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what it's going to be. How dare he do that? You know, every word that Trump utters is now racist. Anytime he says anything about a black person, it's racist. He calls Don Lemon dumb. Don Lemon is dumb. That's racist, right? He calls uh, LeBron James not that smart. Also racist. He's, But apparently crying Chuck and crazy Nancy and everything else and crooked Hillary and Jeff Flay, all the things that he rips on white people, that's not racist. Only when he says it about black people. So uh, how long until, and you know what's going to happen, how long until Trump Wishing Maxine Waters, will that be viewed as something that is racist? You know it's going to happen soon. Someone's going to say something. Because he called Omarosa a dog. Good for General Kelly to uh, to fire that dog. Omarosa. And all of a sudden that, calling someone a dog, is now racist. When a woman hears a story of a man cheating... That low-down, dirty dog. And I feel bad about that. Like, all of a sudden, dogs are the ones that cheat. Dogs are the bad ones. Dogs are this. Dogs are... Leave the dogs alone. Dogs are good. But that's just the expression people have. It has no uh, no relevance on uh, when it comes to race. You know this. I know this, right? Uh, however, since he called Omarosa dog, it's it's racist. It's racist. So... Wishing someone happy birthday is also going to be racist. It'll be ageist. It'll be racist. He called Maxine Waters dumb, called low IQ, which, I mean, you hear her talk. She is freaking dumb. Um, it's other, it's racist for that too, right? It, that, that was racist. Man, let's play, let's play some sound bites. So the dog thing comes up, right? Let's go back to Frederica Wilson. I have another one after that. Number 78, Ryan. 78, Frederica Wilson, the crazy congresswoman that wears the hats. Where's the hats? Uh, she was on one of the cable news, either CNN or MSNBC, I forget which one, and the anchor's like, oh, this tweet just came out. President Trump called, uh, he read the tweet, and Omarosa, good for firing that lying dog. And this was Frederica Wilson's reaction. Here we go. A dog? How dare he? He has taken this country to its knees. We already have racism raining down all over America. All over. People can't even enjoy themselves. They can't even enjoy an evening out. Yeah, I guess Sarah Sanders couldn't when she got booted from that restaurant. Kirsten Nielsen could. We'll play sound bites coming up. We'll get back to that one. But that's just one example. Here's another one. 79. This guy's crazy. 
My, he's a professor, too, which is even more frightening, but that's what college is. Michael Eric Dyson. Uh, I think it was on CNN. Who knows? One of the two networks. Listen to this. She's giving him a taste of his own medicine, a dose of what he's done. But beyond that, it still doesn't legitimate or justify legitimate. the kind of vicious animus he's expressed toward people of color. And in particular, dog, mongrel. Look at all the KKK language that was used. He's evoking an entire history of assault against black people with what? dehumanizing what? languages. So he might say that about other people as well. He might. But when he applies it to Omarosa, and then person. he applies it to LeBron James, and he mm. applies it to Don he Lemon, he's doing something very specific. And we need white brothers and sisters and non-black people who are allies to call him on this. So when he calls other white people names or stupid or dumb or whatever, that's not racist, but when he uses the same exact words to black people, then it's racist. And I didn't realize, you know, dog is KKK language. I'm hoping that all the um, the shelters, the Humane Society, PAC here in Pima County, uh, the Animal Control Center, um vets dog shops pub, whatever they don't i can't even say that anymore they they shouldn't call that animal a canine a dog because apparently that's that's kkk language so uh when my wife is like did you feed the dog I, what <laughs> what yeah. what what can you raise the ir a little bit that that's what's gonna happen i had no idea i learned something today and whenever I refer to my dog as a dog, apparently I am part of the KKK, the Jewish part. They love me there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be racist any any time now, any day now. It is the Jewish part of the KKK. Uh, these people are so <laughs> insane. They're so nuts. They're so nuts. Again, the whole dog thing. You got to be kidding me. Let's go to Eugene Robinson this morning. Seventy six. I don't understand what. Uh, I know Rush is black. He's got a little white on his on the tip of his tail. My my dog Rush Limb Dog, and he's got a little white on his chest. But but he's black, and he's awesome. I my wife's like, did you feed the black dog? And he didn't say that. Man, so uh, Eugene Robinson this morning on Morning Joe and Mika's face seventy six. Uh, again, they just try to invent these things that Trump is racist. I So again, this guy will also come up with a reason why happy birthday is actually racist or something. Listen to this. I think he sure sounds sincere to me, uh, especially one thing he sounds really, really sincere about, um, uh, you know, more than the racism against African-Americans, frankly, right. is mm. uh, is the racism against um, against Latinos, particularly um, you know, dark skinned um, uh, Latinos from, from Central America, um, from Mexico. He has a thing about the browning of America that. That is, I think, um, quite genuine. Dude. It's so funny that if you actually don't, you don't want people to come here illegally, breaking our laws, all of a sudden you're this big racist freak again. And it, all of a sudden, it must have been a slow news day because Fox News this morning was playing Chuck Schumer soundbites we played a long time ago from him in 2009 saying exactly what Trump said about illegal immigration and illegal immigrants. I mean, people see through this. Oh, here's an email. Is Snoop Dogg racist or self-hating? Just wondering. Because <laughs> dog is KKK mongrel, is what that guy said. So Trump has broken the internet. I mean, I'm so, listen, 
the guy just gets it. This is why people like him. It's also why morons hate him. Low IQ people. It's not racist. Just true about Maxine Waters. He literally, literally wished Maxine Waters happy. Yeah, you know, can you imagine Trump? He's like, he's going, getting through some meetings. All right, ISIS is coming back a little bit in Syria. And we got to bomb the hell out of them. We got to take this down here. Got to do that. Uh, you know, he's all right. Good meeting. Good meeting. You know, hang on a second. Let me take out my phone. It's Maxine Waters' birthday today. I saw that on the news. Let me wish her a happy birthday. <laughs> I mean, it's just, he's got a pair that normally politicians don't have. Like Martha McSally is a flat-out chicken. I mean, I get it. She went, to, she she flew A-10s. She has that necklace. She won't come on this freaking show, but she wants to attach herself to the hip to Trump. Uh, but Trump has the, the stones to wish Maxine Waters happy birthday on Twitter because it's funny as hell. It's funny as hell. Oh. You know, it makes him more human. It makes him more real, doesn't it? When Because that's something that people would do, like normal people would do. And then you get these politicians, whether it's Kirsten Sinema, who's a fraud, who's being shaped for what she is not by all these people, and Martha McSally, the same fraud, being shaped by people that into something she is not. It's the same thing. And it makes, you know, politicians look fake, not real, not normal. And Trump is a freaking billionaire, and he's had all this stuff, and he's got, he's got flaws, and he's got this. It makes him real. That's why I said the thing about Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods has flaws. He is a dirtbag. What did he do? His wife and his kids and everything else. And I mean, but people now like they like a comeback story. He seems more real because we all realize we all have flaws. I tell you all the time that I have one flaw. We all have flaws or flaw. And and that's just the way it is. And that's what makes him more real. And people dig it and they like it. And it's okay. We accept mistakes. We improve upon them. We realize people will fail. Things will go bad. Happy birthday is going to be racist. It actually is officially now that Trump has wished Maxine Waters happy birthday. Just to let you know, don't wish anybody happy. Don't use the word dog. Don't wish anybody happy birthday because you will be a racist. What about Randy eyes. Jackson? What about Randy Jackson? He called everybody dog. That Now he can't do that. He was apparently Randy Jackson, also part of the KKK. Inconceivable. It is. And again... Happy birthday! Oh shit, here we go! It's out! Stop! Race war! Can't do it. Can't do it anymore. Well, good. When my birthday comes around, don't wish me anything. Just give me stuff. (laughs) And there you have it. 821. Happy escape day. Yep, yep, yep. We'll get to more sound bites. Give a reaction to this. I'm sorry. This is just, it's too funny to me. I think this is, this literally just, this, this happened. And only Trump could do it. Well, at least he didn't say like something like, you know. You think Jeb Bush would do it? Something like uh, the beautiful and smart Maxine Waters. Happy birthday. We would have saw right through that. I mean, seriously. Of course. <laughs> it was. He didn't even put low IQ. <laughs> Hoping Maxine gets a brain for her birthday. <laughs> hey, Maxine, for your birthday, I bought you a clue. <laughs> oh, man. And again, the fact that it's so funny that, that you know, the media wants to say that Trump's dumb, he's this. And they keep having that 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 dimmed light bulb. Maxine Waters on as a guest. Did we have something from her? Oh, I she she made she 
It was on MSNBC's early show that nobody watches. Did we have anything yesterday? Or I I maybe even put it in because she's just so stupid. It's just so funny. And we'll get you can talk about this because I find it to be funny. When when these fake news stations have Al Sharpton and Maxine Waters on as guests, you're racist. No, no, get out of here. They're dumb. These are dumb people. There's lots of dumb people. Adam Schiff's dumb. Jeff Flake is dumb. I don't have to. I don't have to waste my time. Come on, keep making friends. I don't have to waste my time. <laughs> Nobody comes on the show. Nobody comes on the show. I don't have to. I don't have to actually uh, prove that I am not racist. That is just dumb. Eight twenty two. We'll continue in five. We'll get reaction. I have more stuff. The media couldn't. Sarah Sanders broke the uh, broke Twitter yesterday apparently because she was asked about Trump saying the N word and her answer made people go crazy. We'll get to that uh, as well. Don't go anywhere. Morning ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. KNST has your shot at a trip to Our iHeart Radio Music Festival. Text the keyword "win" to two hundred two hundred. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeart Radio info, standard data, and message rate supply. That's win to two hundred two hundred. Ah, oh, eight thirty. I am scanning right now. I'm all over the internet trying to figure out. Who's going to be the first one to say that this is racist? Maybe it'll be later tonight. Maybe maybe it'll be Chris Matthews. It's just so good. Garrett Lewis with you, by the way. KNST AM 792, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 75 out now. Going to be 92 with some thunderstorms. Widespread thunderstorms. Chance of those today. It's possible. It's what I've been told. It's what I've been told. What? What's what's, What's the matter? What'd I say? It was just a look at my face. Oh, it is. Like you looking, it's making me strange when you're looking at me like that. I just, look, I don't know if I like it. It just looked directly I at know, my face. It's weird. I warned you. Oh, what would you buy? Max, don't call. You could, you could tweet me at Garrett Lewis. You could email me. What would you buy? Maxine Waters for her birthday. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just so freaking good. It's just so good. I love it. All right. <clears throat> so anyway. We have much more to, uh, to talk about. By the way, uh, the DNC, you know the Democratic Party is all about women, right? You know that uh, Keith Ellison, that nutty congressman, he uh, apparently yesterday won the primary in Minnesota to become the attorney general of that state. Because eventually wants to be governor and then probably wants to run for president. Um, there are stories, now a second woman is coming out, about he, him being abusive in relationships. Democrats were silent for 72 hours about this. But they're the party of women, right? Aren't they? They're supposed to be. They finally put out a statement. Does it even matter what the statement said? I know, isn't that funny? Does it even matter? Uh, anyway, in a statement to NPR, they said, these allegations recently came to light and we are reviewing them. All allegations of domestic abuse are disturbing and should be taken seriously. It took them 72 hours. Uh, his ex-girlfriend's son is the one that exposed it and then so did she. It, um, the, the son described video. Seeing video of Keith Ellison screaming, bleeping B-word, dragging his mother off the bed by her, by her feet. Ellison denied this. The mom, the ex-girlfriend, Karen Monahan, the mom said she's standing with her son, says it's true. What my son said is true. Every statement he made was true. Keith Ellison, you know what you did to me? I have given every opportunity to get help. Given you every, uh, I have given every opportunity to get help and heal. Even now, you're willing to say my son is lying and have me continue to leak more text and info just so others will believe him. There is a uh, apparently <clears throat> a police 911 report confirming the incident as well. 
And he's a star of the Democratic Party. Oh, yeah. He buddies with Raul Grijalva. They're part of the people's movement of that party. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, we'll get to the soundbite from um, uh, Sarah Sanders. Again, asked a question about, you know, did, did you ever ask Trump if he used the N-word? You got to hear the give and take. This is incredible. It's coming up in about six. Here's Fox. He gets you up, gets you going. He stimulates you. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Whenever you talk about stuff like that, tools and things, I just get the, the vision of Dan Quayle holding the rocket launcher. Pretty much. Reversed. <laughs> not going Not going to deny that. <laughs> not going to deny that. Oh, boy. 842, Garrett Lewis with you. Dan Quayle. That guy. Yeah. George Bush trying to get these... Scanner, very impressed with the scanner at the grocery store. That's me. <laughs> I don't know that stuff. Uh, all right, three things I think you need to know. Coupons. Number one, uh, despite the fact the media is trying to convince people that Trump is racist, he is now up to 31% approval with black voters, according to Rasmussen. He was at 18% a year ago, 13% rise in just one year. People see the economy. They're like, what's going on? Second thing that I think you need to know, TUSD officials uh, have said, we're going we're gonna to teach those kids, those illegal alien minors at Southwest Key. They're either going to send teachers and staff, even though they're understaffed and underfunded, undersupplied, over to Southwest Keys. Or they'll bring the kids into the classrooms to make them bigger, which is exactly what the teachers didn't want. You're right, in red for red. But they're going to do that. Uh, they're waiting to hear, get some direction from Southwest Keys. Third thing I think you need to know, the economy is on fire as the media tries to tell you about Omarosa and you just don't care, they don't want you to know the real things. Again, about black support. They don't want you to hear that retail sales, their total receipts at stores that sell merchandise, anything, right? It rose 0.5% in July. Economists expected it to rise by just 0.1%. The sales numbers were so strong they exceeded the top range of expectations of economists surveyed by Bloomberg. Holy smokes. Outside of auto and gas sales, retail sales grew an even stronger 0.6%. Productivity rose 2.5%, beating expectations. Um, It's huge. Manufacturing businesses are booming right now. Booming. Yep. Federal Reserve's New York, uh, the, the Federal Reserve's New York State Manufacturing Survey said there was no signs of stress from tariffs or anecdotal reports of parts shortages. They asked 200 manufacturing executives for their views on business conditions. How about that? No signs of stress. Three things I think you need to know. It's a big deal. Yet the media, what are they talking about? Because they want to build the narrative. They don't want you to know this stuff. They're talking about, uh, what are they talking about? They're talking about Omarosa. You got to hear the media. You know, you ever hear like the joke, you know, the, the, the big, the worst thing you could ask somebody, you know, you know, a reporter asked some guy, hey, how many times you beat your wife? Wait, 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 what, what? It always catches people off guard. I mean, that's like the question. That was a, it was a similar kind of a tactic that was yesterday at the White House press briefing. It's by number 74. Uh, an NBC reporter, uh, Kristen Welker, talking to Sarah Sanders about the mythical N-word tape that doesn't exist. Here we go. President, if he's ever used the N-word. Have you ever uh, the president uh, addressed that question directly via Twitter. I'd refer you back to him. I can certainly say I've never heard him use uh, that term or anything have similar. You, have you asked him directly, Sarah? Have the you? president, I didn't have to because he addressed it to the American people all at one time. Why have you asked him directly? Uh, again, the president answered that question directly uh, on Twitter earlier today. Can you stand at the podium and guarantee the American people they'll never hear 
Donald Trump utter the N-word on a recording. Oh, guarantee that. Sometimes uh, be right. I can't guarantee uh, oh. anything, but I can tell you that the president addressed this question directly. I can tell you that I've never heard it. Uh, I can also tell you that if myself or the people that are in this building serving this country every single day, doing our very best to help people uh, all across this country and make it better, if at any point we felt uh, that the president was who some of his critics claim him to be, we certainly wouldn't be here. Mm. How about that? How about that? We wouldn't be here. Still not good enough. Not good enough. It's really, it's, uh, that, that's what's going on. And there's so much misinformation and lying and fake news being put out there for, uh, to just try to destroy uh, the president. Um, I love this one right here. If have you ever if, look, you probably don't need many reasons to go visit California, especially the Bay Area, San Francisco, that area. I mean, it's crazies, right? They're nuts. But I have a couple. Of, I mean, you know, you got the whole poop situation. People, you know, human feces on the streets. I got a story about that. But this this one's pretty good right here, too. Um, and I know you're not going to be surprised by this because everything is weird there. Remember, they, they used to I don't know if they still do, but recently, as of a couple of years ago, you're allowed to walk around butt naked in San Francisco. Just thought you could go to restaurants naked. Well, naked. Naked, naked, naked. Oh, yeah. Doesn't sound very hygienic. No, that's what I'm thinking. Especially like buffets, you lean over. Salad bar. Anyway. Interesting marks left on the windows. Well, yeah. There was a story in the San Jose Mercury News. Um, apparently, the big thing going on in the Bay Area now is uh, a new sexual identity. Asexual. Uh, People that identify with this orientation say they do not have sexual attraction to other people. They are just merely asexual. And apparently, it's like the new thing because they're just wacky there. Um, May came Ganoza. That's the person's name. Told the San Jose Mercury News, some people may be interested in other genders. Some people may be interested in everyone. And some people may not be really interested in anyone. Ganoza is 26 and describes, I don't know if it's a man or a woman, describes him, him or herself as an asexual person. A person that experiences little to no sexual attraction towards any gender. It's a she, actually. Okay. She said, I actually went through a period, especially when I was younger, where I thought, oh, no one's really, uh, no one's really was interested in boys. No one really cared about that whole sex thing. That was just a way of pretending to act adult or something, right? Because I wasn't interested so surely no one else was. Obviously, that quickly uh, became apparent. That wasn't the case. People were really interested in this whole romance and sex thing, but she still searched for for that, that magic feeling, right? That loving feeling. Towards the end of high school, she stumbled upon the asexual community. So I guess they just sit around and uh, talk or something. I don't, I don't, I don't know. She, I stumbled upon the asexual community. Right now, for me, asexual is what fits best. And 10 years later, it turns out that actually was the right choice. What does it matter? But this is what, there's like, a, there's monthly meetings for members of the asexual community. They have a group called Asexuality SF for San Francisco. Uh, San Jose native and resident Jackson Roach, 25, identified as gray asexual. 
someone who might very rarely experience sexual attraction for about a year and has sex with his partner. That's gray sexual. That's also called a bad marriage, but I'm just saying. Just on the birthday. I mean, what if you're like me and in high school you're just really ugly? And nobody liked you. But You're was- anti-sexual. <laughs> <laughs> it's called birth control. This is just insane. This is nuts. Uh, Ariane Lev, an expert based in Israel, told Breitbart News, an asexual person doesn't feel that he or she wants sex because the sex, the desire is deleted. You know what they need? Testosterone shots. <laughs> <laughs> you got some low T there. Oh. Yeah. This, I mean, this. I, I have to get to the poop stories in the next hour. But if you, you know, just another reason to not go visit San Francisco. They have a a growing, bursting at the seams, bulging asexual community. We're just not really into it. I mean, this sounds like very, very uh, fun people, right? Uh-huh. I'm just, I'm just not, yeah, it's just not my thing. Mm-hmm. Let's go watch some slam poetry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So you have that, which is nice. 851, we'll continue. It's KNST. What's happening? 909 on this Trump Day. It is August 15th. It is your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Thanks for hanging out. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, I think there is a major, major revolution going on right now, and it's a good one. It's not the socialistic revolution is socialism it's not going to take place it's you have some idiots that think so not so much uh america is becoming america again trump's approval rating with african americans hit a high of 31 percent according to rasmussen 13 point jump from a year ago to the day 31 percent. but the media wants you to think he's racist and hates black people and stuff yet he wished maxine waters happy birthday which will, it's a new racist term it's a dog whistle for something uh, yeah, yeah, 31%. People are understanding what's going on. And they're not buying the media. There is a great revolution going on. We're getting back to what we, well, the greatness that we were. Second thing that I think you need to know, TUSD school officials are saying that they are going to educate the illegal alien miners being held at Southwest Key. They're not sure if teachers, they'll send them over to Southwest Key or the kids will be brought over to Tucson schools by Southwest Key. But something's going to happen at a school district that is struggling to pay for teachers, struggling to fill vacancies, struggling to fill uh, uh, orders for supplies. Yeah. You know, Red for Red wanted smaller class sizes. How's this going to work out? You can't even handle the kids that you have. We're going to go teach other kids. I can't speak a a lick English. Awesome. Third thing I think you need to know is uh, the, the economy is just booming right now. More being ignored by the media as they... You know, they just put Omarosa, whatever her name is, Omarosa there, and just let her say whatever she wants because they don't want you to know that retail sales rose a half a percent. Experts said it was going to be 0.1%. Beat all of the economists surveyed by Bloomberg. Productivity rose 2.9% in the last quarter. Beat expectations of 2.5%. Manufacturing is huge. Huge. Federal Reserve's New York State Manufacturing Survey. They asked, you guys getting messed up by these tariffs? It showed no signs of stress from tariffs or anecdotal reports of parts shortages. It says here, whatever this means, survey came in at 25.6, moving higher when economists had expected a decline to 20. 
because it was 22.6 in the last survey. 200 manufacturing executives were asked their views on this. None of them said they're experiencing anything negative from the tariffs. This is huge. Three things I think you need to know. Now, um, really quick. Remember that baker in Colorado? Jack Phillips? Uh, Jack Phillips, Christian Baker? Had no problem selling cupcakes, regular cakes, anything to anybody that walked in his restaurant. Gay couple walks in, says, make a cake for our wedding. He said, I just can't do that. It goes against my religious beliefs. He just doesn't believe in gay marriage. Doesn't mean he hates gays. Just doesn't believe in gay marriage. And he was sued, went all the way to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court sided with him in a way. In a way. Right? They gave a victory to him. Uh, because they said the Colorado Civil Rights Commission discriminated against him on the basis of his religion. Right? Well, this guy is being sued again. Apparently, the Civil Rights Commission uh, issued a preliminary ruling. This is from the Daily Wire, penalizing him. You ready for this? For this time, not baking a gender transition celebration cake. Yep. For not baking a gender transition celebration cake. He is being sued by the state of Colorado. Daily Caller says, on the same day the High Court agreed to review the Masterpiece case, because it was Masterpiece Bakery, an attorney named Autumn Scardina called Phillips' shop and asked him to create a cake celebrating a sex transition. I mean, it was just a total setup. You know what this guy is. Leave him alone. Go get your cake somewhere else. He's just being targeted now. The caller asked that the cake include a blue exterior and a pink exterior. A reflection of Scardina's transition, uh, transgender identity. Well, the baker, Jack Phillips, declined to create the cake given his religious conviction that sex is immutable while offering to sell the, the caller other pre-made baked goods. He didn't say, get out of here, I hate you. He said, I can't do that, but I can sell you these other things. In the months that followed, the bakery received requests for cakes featuring marijuana use sexually explicit messages and satanic symbols. So again, this guy is just being targeted by losers. I mean, just go get a life. Leave him alone. The free market should speak. If you don't like it, you don't like what he stands for, go get your cake somewhere else. That's what's supposed to happen. One solicitation submitted by email asked the cake to create a three-tiered white cake depicting Satan licking a functional nine-inch sex toy. Phillips believes this guy, Scardinia, or girl, whatever, made all these requests. Three weeks after Phillips won at the high court, the commission there in Colorado, the Civil Rights Commission, issued a probable cause determination, finding there was sufficient evidence to support Scardinia's claim of discrimination. I can't, so it's discrimination. I can't bake the cake the way you want because it goes against my beliefs. But I can sell you these things. He's not saying, get out of here. I'm not going to sell you something. I'll sell you all this stuff. I'll sell you this cake. I'll sell you this cupcake. I'll sell you this cookie. Dude, these people are just evil. They're just evil. Right? Uh, media is loving this, uh, this idea that uh, in Vermont, I guess um, the, the Democrat that won the primary for governor in Vermont is a transgender woman, I guess. It's a dude that thinks he's a chick. 
Got the long hair, got the deep voice, looks like a guy. I mean, it is, is what it is. Goes now by the name Christine Holquist, Democratic nominee for governor of Vermont. I don't care if you're transgender. I would hope that you would think the same way. It Because it, it relates to Trump in that aspect. Look, Trump... Cheated on his wives, divorced, married three times. Who knows if he did it with the porn star Stormy Daniels or not? Who knows what's going on? But we know he's a flawed character, but you know what? He's getting the job done. That's all people care about, right? So if somebody was transgender, but they could get the job done that you like, low taxes, strong military, pro-business, would you care that they're transgender? I wouldn't care. Don't tell me that that's going to be your issue. Don't tell me that's what's going to be what drives you. Don't tell me that you're going to make all bathrooms whatever somebody wants. Uh, Really quick, I want you to hear this uh, transgender candidate. And by the way, you can comment on the Baker if you want. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Apparently, uh, this, um, this transgender candidate, Christine Hallquist, Voted for the incumbent governor, Republican Paul Scott. And, um, or is he not a Republican? Uh, anyway, whatever. Voted for Paul Scott, the incumbent governor. And apparently, um, now all of a sudden Trump made this person change everything they're doing. Matter of fact, I'll let you hear from the beginning. From the beginning. This is what happened this morning on CNN. Am I up over there? Listen to this. Here we go. Who? What exactly in 2016? Because my understanding from meeting overnight is that you actually voted for the incumbent Republican governor, Phil Scott, in Vermont. So what exactly are you reacting to from 2016? I'm a reaction to 2016. I'm reacting with surprise that our governor is using the same tactics that the Nationalist Party has used. Meaning Republicans, You know, November really? 8th of 2016 was different than November 9th. Because we ended up with a despot in power. Oh. But, you know, I, I will say I was kind of naive. Oh, in 2017, Ignorant. I was in denial because I didn't think it could happen here. But then, you know, I look at what our governor's been doing. He's been, he's been focusing on fear and division. Um, and he's been uh, going after our, our public education system. Hmm. One of the things he's done, and the reason he's actually run into some problems with this... But recently, after being very popular, has actually signed some gun control measures. His mm-hmm. popularity has dropped among his own party yeah, for some of the active measures he's taken on guns. Yes, and I commend him on his courage for signing that bill. Um, you know, that's I don't I don't think the the uh, the governor and I differ too much in terms of uh, our view on on gun control and gun safety. Oh, the major issue driving your candidacy is then what? Here we go. Christine? It is rural economic development. You know, if you look what's happening in rural Vermont, it's the same thing that's happening in rural America. We're seeing increasing rates of poverty, flights to the city, an aging demographic, um, and we can change that. So it's, it's, about, it's about economic growth mm-hmm. for the bottom 20% on the economic mm. ladder. I'm really glad you brought that up because it gets to a really fascinating Vermont, national poll that came out this week. And Democrats and Democratic-leading voters were asked their view of capitalism and their view of socialism. There we go. And for the first time in Gallup's measurement here, at least the first time we've seen, more Democrats viewed socialism favorably than capitalism. 
Does that surprise you? Well, you know, I'm, I'm not a person that's big on labels because I've found labels <laughs> are used to separate people. You know, I look at the that's platform okay. of, of, a, of a living wage and health care for all. That's called civilized society. No, it's not. You know, I don't even know how that became socialism or, or Republican uh, or Democrat. Let's be a civilized society. Do you support capitalism? I, you know, I, well, oh. obviously, the, the, the long history of measuring ourselves by increasing of, of gross domestic product so yes is a no. flawed measure because oh, flawed. that just encourages consumption. And, and we can see what consumption is doing to our world. What does that even mean? Again, I know you don't like labels, and this poll didn't ask people to choose between capitalism and socialism. But when faced with a choice between the two, it does sound like you look more favorably, again, the labels you have an issue with on the ideas behind socialism. Here we go. Well, yes, and I, I'm, I'm not sure I even know what socialism is, so, so, so I just don't have the, the background to, to answer that question. There you go. I don't even know what socialism is. I know I don't like capitalism or something like that. I can't really say that directly, but I dance around it. Uh, I don't even know what socialism is. Then you shouldn't run for office, you big dope. So there it is. There, there is a wacky, 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 nutty Democrat that won the Democratic nominee for governor in wacky Vermont that happens to be transgender. Happens to be. The transgender has nothing to do. This person's just a complete loon because they think it's normal that the government provide a livable wage. Healthcare for all. It's not normal. We work for things in America. I don't even know what socialism is. You're not too bright then, are you? Not too freaking bright. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 922. All right, uh, there's more. I got to get to some more uh, San Francisco stuff uh, because they have they have come up. I told you earlier about the um, asexual, the big push of the asexual community there. We're just not interested in anybody. Wow, sounds fun. Uh, now they have a big, you know, they have a big poop, pro- uh, poop problem, right? Uh, well, I think they think they have a handle on the poop problem. Wait till you hear their solution to this. It's coming up. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Shen. Nine twenty nine, Gary Lewis with you. KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. Uh, it rained a little bit here at the radio station. Well, I guess we're part of the fifty percent. Probably fifty percent chance of uh, widespread thunderstorms throughout the day. High of ninety two. Uh, it's oh, cool why? because it washed away the meth in the parking lot, which is, which is what's is that is that wrong? Mm, is that who wrong? you are? Is that wrong? If you paid money for it, you're kind of mad. Yeah, you're like, man, like it just washed no! away. It washed away. What can we do? Where can we go? So we have that, which is which is nice. Uh, really quick, the poop problem. In, what? The poop problem in San Francisco. They have an app. They have an app to try to deal with the poop because there's so much human feces on the ground. It's such a great place to live. I mean, people, you can't afford to live there. Wait, you'd think that the poop would drive the prices down, but apparently it's so it's so unaffordable to live in San Francisco and in the Bay Area. It's on guard. Uh-huh. Yeah, there you go. It's it's a nice one. <laughs> you know, it's like dogs, they they poop because they they mark their territory. Apparently humans there are doing the same thing. They're so they're so uh past you know, they're so ahead of us in San Francisco. They're getting about two thousand calls a month to the city's information hotline about human crap left on a street or a sidewalk. So now the San Francisco Chronicle is reporting uh, that thing is things have gotten so bad that the government there in San Francisco is commissioning a five man team 
to do nothing but clean the sidewalks, hosing, scrubbing, and disinfecting public areas that are littered, littered with human feces. Is Judge Smales going to head this thing up? I want it drained, scrubbed, and acid washed. Public Works Director Mohammed Nuru told the San Francisco Chronicle, we're trying to be proactive. We're actually out there looking for it. Poop Patrol. Poop Patrol. Um, they're going to go, it starts next month. They're going to go to the streets in the early afternoon to spot and clean piles of feces before anybody complains about them. There'll be an overnight street sweeping crew that will follow up on the poop patrol very, very early in the morning to catch anything that's landed on the sidewalks overnight. They're getting about 70 calls a day. I have some human crap in front of my house. Yeah, human crap in front of my house, yeah. So they've got about 15,000 calls about the poop uh, since January 1st of this year. Uh, one call reported a plastic bag left on a city sidewalk that contained 20 pounds of fresh human poop. Fresh human poop. Um, you're loud. You jerk. Stop having conversation with people. God, what are you doing? Oh, he was just talking about Red for Ed. And he was thoroughly I... confused about the Ed part. Ugh. He thought it was ED. What do you mean, Red for ED? It's funny. Speaking of poop, so the city is going to install That's five porta porta potties, where the poop problem is worse than than other places. Wait, what are they doing? They, the poop patrol, poop patrol, poop patrol. That's what's going on in San Francisco. What a great place, huh? Freaking poop patrol, poop patrol. Asexual is just on the rise. Poop patrol is on the rise. A million dollars for a three hundred square foot apartment, probably. Who? Ugh. Why? Why would you want to go there? I I just don't. Alcatraz. I don't get it. I don't get it. Whatever. Clam chowder. I just. You can get that anywhere. Sourdough. You can get that anywhere. It's 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 a different world. I. I gave you three reasons, Gary Deli. I can get that in the grocery store. <laughs> I can do it all. I can do it all. It's just, it's garbage. It's crap. It's actually crap. That's what it is. It's crap. All right, coming back, I got to play for you one more time the ultimate soundbite the media is ignoring of an actual real reporter saying, I tried for a long time to find this mythical Trump tape. The N-word? Can't find. Wait to hear the, the work this guy did. It's that. It's really that good. It's that, I mean, it's incredible. Absolutely incredible. Uh, we'll get to that coming up. Uh, however, Mr. Ons, oh, Mr. Ons' food is so delicious. It's kind of a bad subject to bring into Mr. Ons, but I'm telling you. Mr. Ron's Oracle and Rudisil, a Japanese steakhouse, the most delicious food. I mean, my, when I got my, it's great for date night. It's great for a couple's night because you sit around the tip on table, right? And you have fun. It's great to bring the family to. My sons, both of them, even the one-year-old loves it. Again, my five-year-old, Grayson, actually eats the steak, the shrimp, the vegetables. Uh, he eats it all. He eats it all. I can't get him to eat that way at home. He loves Mr. Ron's. It's his favorite restaurant. The only thing he wishes Mr. Ron's would somehow make macaroni and cheese. I'm like, it can't happen there. But he eats the other. It's, it's incredible he eats that stuff. Now, we're going to have the Beer Club for Men at a special day. Just so you know, 13 days from now, August 28th. It's a Tuesday. So we're going to have Beer Club for Men while the primary is going on. So we can at least watch some, uh, watch some primary results come in and talk about it. It'll be a good time. But until then, go to Mr. Ron's to eat around the Tepon table. Go tomorrow night for the special KNST Extended Happy Hour. It's from 4 until 8. You can get great deals as you get ready for the weekend. Great deals on small plates. Appetizers, sushi, wine, sake, beer, you name it. Great bar area, great patio, phenomenal service, all at Mr. Ron's. Oracle and Rudisil.
Find out more at MrOnTucson.com. Talk. 944, thanks for hanging on this Trump day. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, the Trumpsters, according to Rasmus, and the Trumpsters' approval with the black voters, 31%, up 13 points from a year ago. Can't say that enough. And I, I don't say that enough. I want to say it more because the media doesn't want to tell you about it. Have you heard about it anywhere else? Rasmus reports 13 points up from a year ago today. Second thing I think you need to know, TUSD school officials, they have their hands full trying to get teachers. They have 81 vacancies. They have a lot of problems, a lot of issues. But it doesn't matter. They're going to make sure that they uh, help out the illegal alien miners that snuck over the border. They want to teach them. They send, they'll send teachers to Southwest Key or have those kids brought to the campus. Does that make you feel good as a parent? They're waiting on Southwest Key to find out what they want to do. Third thing that I think you need to know, the economy is frigging booming. Again, more stuff that you're not going to hear from the media. Um, retail sales off the hook, supposed to be 0.1% increase. According to the experts, it was 0.5%. Beat all the uh, economists surveyed by Bloomberg. Uh, productivity, 2.5% this quarter. Up from, uh, it was you know what it was supposed to be? 2.1. Beat expectations. Right, two, it was 2.9. It was supposed to be 2.5. Beat expectations. And uh, manufacturers are saying we are not being hurt at all by tariffs. There was a survey done by the Fed in New York State. No signs of stress from tariffs or anecdotal reports of parts shortages. Three things I think you need to know. Um, Really quick, I want you to hear one more time as the media ignores all these stories and talks about Omarosa. They also ignore the actual fact that Trump never said the freaking N-word. There's no tape. Nothing like that. Also win... Subasang is the White House reporter for the Daily Beast, a leftist website. He went on Bill Press's radio show, a lefty uh, uh, liberal radio show, and this is what he said. Well, I I actually, uh, back during the campaign and up uh, through the presidential transition in uh, late 2016, I actually looked into this because it's been a longstanding rumor since yeah. the days of the campaign right. that there is a Donald Trump N-word tape dating back to his days at The Apprentice. Okay. Um, I talked to... Uh, Dozens upon dozens of people at The Apprentice for a series of stories, or who used to work at The Apprentice, some still do, some don't anymore, uh, to sort of get Donald Trump-related stories as the campaign was wrapping up. Uh, We published a lot of them, some of which made Donald Trump look pretty nasty. I couldn't find a single person who knew what the hell people were talking about when it came to this, to this mythical, oh. mythical N word tape. Oh. And so far, that's still the case based on my reporting and the no reporting way. of other people, including Yashar Ali, the Huffington Post, who popped a story, I think about nine or ten hours ago, where the person who Omarosa had claimed to people had come to the White House and played her a tape of Donald Trump saying uh, that racial right. epithet, sort of laughed on the phone. It's like, no, what, what is Omarosa talking about? What more do you need to know? Your social security number? Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> Yet they keep putting Amorosa's lying butt up there and acting as if she's saying things that are truthful. And they get mad. How dare you say that we suck? CNN sucks. How dare you say that the media is terrible, the enemy of the people? You are. You're purposely lying. You're bad. You're bad for America. You're not even doing your job. And let the free market speak. Let it speak. That clip is on my page at KNST.com. It's also on my Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Uh, again, it will be um, it will be ignored. You hear it here. That's why you like this show. Uh, by the way, you hear what happened to this, the guy that, uh, the founder of Sam Adams, Sam Cook? No. Or Jim Cook, excuse me, Jim Cook. Apparently, Jim Cook was uh, 
at the dinner with Trump in New Jersey last weekend. And he stood up and he said, I want to thank you for pretty much. He was like, I want to thank you um, for the tax cuts, for the tax reform. Now, they make this beer in Massachusetts, right? They make the beer in Massachusetts. Um, Sam Adams beer. And he, he went to the, he was invited by the president to go to dinner uh, in New Jersey. And he, and this, this business owner had the audacity to eat dinner with Trump along with 12 other big executives in this country, CEOs of FedEx, Johnson and Johnson. Um, even the outgoing, the hardcore lib outgoing CEO of Pepsi was invited to uh, Trump's golf club in New Jersey for dinner. Uh, Jim Cook said Trump's tax cuts have empowered small business owners, even the playing field for American corporations, right? He said, particularly breweries. We're trying to compete on a global level. You're making it easier. Quote, now we have a level playing field and we're going to kick their ass, he said. He wants to compete with global global breweries. Apparently, that's too much for a dopey mayor in Massachusetts. Somerville Mayor Joe Curtitone wants revenge on his fellow Massachusetts guy that, again, creates jobs there. Joe Curtitone, the mayor of Somerville, Massachusetts, tweeted, I will never drink Sam Adams beer again. Really? He then said in a tweet, we need to hold these complicit profiteers of Trump's white nationalist agenda accountable. And then he said, hey, Jim Cook, this is what the mayor wrote on Twitter. Hey, Jim Cook, while you were thanking Trump for your tax break, did you happen to express any concern for the families separated under his cruel and inhumane immigration enforcement policy? So he wants to boycott the beer, even though apparently it hasn't actually happened. People are still drinking Sam Adams beer. I'm going to have to start drinking Sam Adams beer now. You don't like it? It's all right. It's all right. It's not bad. Cherry wheat. I've drank cherry wheat when I was younger. Um, Boycotts don't, I mean, it's not going to work, but what a dope. Here we go again. This is why a guy that doesn't get it. You know how many jobs Sam Adams beers created in Massachusetts? And this guy wants people to not drink it. So he'd rather have people in Massachusetts unemployed, businesses go under, because he and he'd rather stand up for illegal aliens crossing the border. What a dope, man. What an absolute buffoon this guy is. So there you go. Uh, one more coming back. Did you hear? I mean, maybe the dumbest police officer or person in law enforcement, I should say, in Arizona, you hear what the, maybe, the, at least for this week, the dumbest, and then I'll, trust me, not dumb, but this guy did something really stupid and involved body cams. You hear about this? I'll tell you about it coming up. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk.